Hello and welcome to a podcast of things I'm just about to do on the radio, which hopefully will turn into something worth turning into a podcast. If it doesn't, you won't hear this, so the fact that I'm here is a good sign. Although, caveat, I got low standards. Here's what we did on the radio then, sounded a bit like this. What's on the show today, you can just about muster to ask. Well, socks. Because in case you didn't know, on this show, cracking music, and we also find some news stories that are fairly pointless, just so that you get all of it. Like, the news has the actual news. I have the stuff that... the detritus. News detritus. We should get that as a website. Can we get that? Apparently not. Um, sock news. I'm going to start doing a Eurovision update every day up until the big day. AI updates have been happening every day. Newspapers seem to be making us scared of computers. Aliens might be in the news, you never know. There's a thing about how many days a week we should work. And remember when we had shortages all the time? We did shortage of the day. There's another one. Mm. You know, there's been a lot of talk of four-day weeks. And now is the time to try it out, isn't it? Because you can't move for a bank holiday around here. So right, we should look at an actual calendar. Out of the four, five weeks in May, I guess there are. Um, is it four of them will be four-day weeks? I don't know. Well, anyway, four-day working weeks boost people's health and the, therefore the economy, according to experts. Salford University's Tony Syme says that trials in the UK and Europe left workers less stressed and uh, it reduced their burnout levels. Could you imagine a world? Because for some reason, we've just grown up thinking, oh yeah, no, a week is five days for them, two days for us. And there's no reason that it's that way. And then after the pandemic, people were working from home and then Certain types are going, oh, it's disgraceful. Well, unless you own a business, you probably shouldn't care about how many days... But anyway, this expert said, we need to focus on workplace well-being more than ever. And May's public holidays will benefit the economy. Right, brilliant. Here's the plan, gang. This month has loads of bank holidays, therefore four-day work weeks. If we work really hard and it looks good, we can pretend this is accurate data and then get a day off every week for the rest of our lives. Don't let me down! I promised to start doing Eurovision updates up until the big day. Normally, in the old days, I used to watch it and then live tweet and I would say, you know, follow me for tweets about it. I'm going to be out on Saturday. Got a gig in Bethnal Green, actually. I'm doing the Backyard Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday. Bethnal Green, if you want to come along and hopefully laugh. But for Eurovision fans, we're getting closer to the big day. I'm surprised. I thought we'd voted to leave it. I misunderstood when we did that election. But nevertheless, Eurovision is happening and it's happening in here. And it means that Eurovision stars are apparently getting hooked on English breakfasts. Loads of the acts who are over here to perform are having the traditional fry-up. And this is why we stand a good chance. Because if you're not used to a regular fry-up, sits heavy, doesn't it? So what's going to happen is the British performers are going to be great at having a fry-up and just getting on with the day. These international performers are going to have their fry-up and then just be like, oh, wait a minute for about half an hour. They'll miss the deadlines and we'll win. We'll actually win. My prediction, and it's all in the full English. Food news. Quite often on this show, we discuss food-related issues. Rice lovers, i got bad news for you. It's another shortage of the day. Shortage, shortage of the, the day. day. Rice uh, is going to go up in price. It's now 23% more expensive because of a scarcity. A paucity, if you would. Uh, the, this was largely driven by poor weather in major rice-producing countries such as China and Pakistan. Scorching weather in Spain looks set to add to the pressure with the countries experiencing... Do they, do they make a lot of rice in Spain? Spanish rice. I mean, I know that the Spanish omelette 
Spanish Fly, and then that's all the Spanish things I know. Jason Bull, director of Eurostar Commodities, said, Rice is traditionally planted now, uh, but with a lack of water and increased heat, they're switching to less intensive uh, crops. All right, I see. So that's the shortage of the day. There might not be as much rice. I somehow think I will cope. It's one of those things. You could swap rice for any other starchy thing and jog on. You know what I mean? If rice had never been invented, somehow we would cope as a nation. In fact, we can add that to the list. There are certain foods that you could just do on and no one would even notice. We're voting foods off the island. There is a story, it's almost celebrity news, but Larry couldn't be bothered to get out of bed for the money we pay these days. Um, But the celeb news is about Christine McGuinness, you know, Paddy McGuinness's former other half. She says it can take her an hour to choose her socks in the morning, which is weird because every time I've seen her out looking all glamorous, not wearing socks. Tends to be, you know, short dress, looking glamorous, high heels, never with socks. Maybe you should try, I don't know, imagine how long it would take her if she wore them more often. Um, she says, even if I'm working from home, I take far too long choosing my outfit. I see. An hour on socks. Did I ever tell you what I did to expedite my sock problems? I'm not sure if we did, but when, when I was in my 20s, I thought I had a genius idea. Right? I didn't want to waste my time trying to pair socks because it's not trying to when you're getting dressed it's when you've done the wash isn't it you're trying to bundle them up so i thought i'd just buy black socks and therefore you don't have to bundle them up you just put them in the in the drawer pull two socks out you're up and running you've got a pair of black socks yeah genius apart from different shops do different black socks don't they different length up the ankle different style around the heel and toe area um different color black which is weird which meant I actually had to try and pair together my socks, which was exactly what I was trying to not do. But I'll tell you what, when all of your socks are almost identical, apart from ankle length and shade of black, it takes you a lot longer to manage to pair them. You live and learn, don't you? AI is in the news all the time, and I'm trying to keep you across loads of it, because I'm starting to enjoy how newspapers are trying to scare us about what computers will do. Here's the latest one. Artificial intelligence risks undermining the fabric of society. Right, because previously, when the newspapers were saying AI would cause nuclear war, would replace all humans, and it started off with just, like, help students cheat. They've really upscaled it since then, haven't they? Apparently, we will no longer be able to tell the difference between truth and lies. Um, Professor Martin, former head of GCHQ's National Cyber Security Centre, said AI is now making it much easier to fake things. Well... There's an obvious joke there that I'm not going to do. Um, I'm not sure. That, I think that bolt, that horse has already bolted. The idea that we would live in a world where you don't know the difference between true and real, that's already thats already there, isn't it? In fact, I think that turning point happened when they invented the Wonder Bra. Ever since then, it's all lies. Oh, Lionel Richie kicked off this hour. Shout out to dude who was at the coronation. We should do a special where we play the ones who were at the... No, because that way we could play Anton Deck. No, no, they're shaking their heads at me. Um, in the world of entertainment news, Michael J. Fox says he can't remember all of the women that he dated back in the 1980s. All right, humble brag. The Back to the Future star, now 61, was one of the hottest young actors in the Hollywood scene. He was uh, being interviewed in a documentary, and he said, um, Look at all the girls I dated. Some of them I can't remember. I mean, I dated Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles, and I can't even remember that. I don't know what's worse. Never having dated her or having dated 
such, I mean, one of my crushes when I was growing up, definitely. He dates her and doesn't even bother remembering. Having said that, I also don't remember dating the lady from the Bangles. Turns out, I've got a lot in common with Michael J. Fox who dated her. So, do you know what I mean? There are loads of women I don't remember dating. Maybe I was popular after all. Oh, quick mention on this, because we were talking about the foods that you could just get rid of and no one would notice. Thank you for your messages. Uh, John gets in touch and says, Parsnips, turnips and Swedes could disappear, and I wouldn't miss them. I hate them. They're the devil's food. They're very similar as well. I'll give you this. You could probably vote two of those off, and I don't think society would... It doesn't matter which two. You could fill the blanks in with the rest, and it would be like, eh, I'm sure turnips and parsnips have always been the same thing, haven't they? So I'll tell you what, I'm with you on that one. So time-wise, we're nearly there at having all of this radio lark sorted for another day. A couple of songs left to get you prepped for the news. I did want to mention something, though. What, and like, there's an alien story we didn't get round to doing. It was about radar showing that one of them travelled at 1,900 miles an hour, which I just think is great. If aliens turn up, the first thing we'll do is give them three points and a £60 fine. But if we don't talk about it, we won't get any problems with reception, so we'll throw that one away. The only other one that's left from the newspapers is this story of um, people getting brain injuries. It's the second most common cause uh, for walking a dog with a long lead, right? That or right the other way around. The long lead walk causes brain injuries. Not only is this old news if you listen to this show, if you read my newspaper cons, I think I talked about this two or three weeks ago, national newspapers are now following the footsteps of my newspaper column which is a bad sign for the rest of the world, isn't it? Uh, there you go, so you can track those down. They're all over the shop, aren't they, these days? Romford Recorder, um, Barking and Dagenham Post, Hackney Gazette, Islington Gazette as well. You can find it. Well, you, you know what I'm like. You've listened to me enough these days. You can imagine what I say about things. Just fill in the blanks yourself. Right then, podcast done. It's absolutely chucking it down here. Hopefully that wasn't picked up, um, because I'm only in a shed. So it definitely makes the sound, but I was shouting to try and make up for it. Uh, Podcast done. If you'd like to subscribe for more, you're in the right place, whichever place you're in. And you can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. I'm going to go and get wet walking back into the house. Till next time. Bye.